Hi, guys, it's Udos, and welcome to the Udos Show. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Stephanie Meadow, and she's from 90 Day Fiance. She's the infamous woman selling her fart jars online and making tons of money off of it. And she also has a platform called Unfiltered Now, which is just amazing. I think it's the only female-owned uh, platform, right? So, yeah, we're, yeah, I'm so excited to, like, have you on the show right now because I'm, like, a huge fan and I love everything that Aww. you're doing and you're so, uh, like, so original and all your ideas, they're so incredibly original that they're, like, a huge success. It's almost like the universe is, like, wow, that's so original. We have to give her props, you know? Thank you so much. Well, you know, I I want to give props to the fart jar community because, you know, there was an underground fart community before I came along, but I like to think that I gave them a voice, you know, I, I, I really brought them to like the forefront of everybody's mind. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I gave them a voice. So I think it's really interesting. And ever since I started selling my farts, a lot of other big content creators also started selling their farts. So I don't know if you know, like Twitch streamer Amaranth, she also started selling her farts. Oh my God. This is like a huge business. Like how much money did you make from just selling your farts? In total, about $200,000. Wow. That was from the beginning to the end when I was forced into retirement. And a lot of that money went into the investment of my business and to developing new features for my website. So, you know, a lot of people think that I took that money and like went and like went on shopping sprees and like bought new things and bags and shoes but no it actually went into like investments and and helping my site grow so yeah okay (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't all used for fun yeah no I could totally see it because you're totally like a businesswoman and that's what I love about you like you take everything like I said it's original ideas and you like blow them up and everybody's drawn to that because it's so original you know so my whole question is how do you take a jar and like place it and then like place it on your butt and then fart into it and then like put the lid back on like real quick before the fart smell goes out (laughs) Mm, so this is this is top secret information and I'm not I'm not a gatekeeper. I like to spread the knowledge with the, with the other fartrepreneurs out there. So this is, this is top secret information that I did keep to myself at first, but this is actually why I have rose petals in the jars. Yeah. I don't actually fart into the jars. I fart onto the rose petals <gasps> and I kind of like wipe around the area with the rose petals. Wow, that's crazy. So it captures the scent and it gets onto that scent very, very well. Mm. And then you take that fabric rose petal, you put it into the jar and you seal it up. So I think, you know, it helps capture the scent for a longer period of time. And that is what I think 
makes it last the longest. I've tested it out. I had like, you know, several versions of fart jars Mm -hmm. and this is just, this is the best one. I think this is the best method. I am the Albert Einstein of fart jars, as I like to say. So when they actually smell it, does it smell like a fart or does it smell like a rose? Smells like ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. It's so crazy that people want to like pay so much money to smell that. Like, you know, but this this is business. What do you think makes people want to smell farts or smell that? Like, what what is it in their head Mm -hmm. that like turns them on with this? Well, I think... There's so many elements of it. I think, first of all, guys love butts. Yeah. I think, you know, there's that. I think that people loved me on the show. I think people are fans. I think people have seen me. They've watched me and they want the full experience. They want to be able to smell me. And it's just a sensory thing. Um, I think it's also an act of submission. Uh, So it's like, you know, the act of spending a ludicrous amount of money on me. Uh, It's, you know, it's maybe a financial domination kink also. And I think a lot of these people are just loyal fans. They've been, they've been following me for a really long time. So I think any kind of business venture that I come out with, they're going to support it no matter what. Like tomorrow, if I come out with like Stephanie shaped pool floaties, they don't even have to own a pool. Like they're just going to, they're going to buy it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. And like you said that there's a submission thing. Don't you like also uh, like talk down to guys, like tell them what to do and go and clean their yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. I have that as a part of my website as well. So uh, <laughs> one of the features that I developed with yeah. the money that I made with the fart jars is a paper minute phone call feature. Mm-hmm. And so you can charge people anywhere between $1 and a hundred dollars per minute with yeah. the phone call feature on my, on my website. Yeah. And, you know, I charge this one guy, he's been calling me for months now, $100 per minute and he wants me to role play as his mom and scream at him to clean his room and you know and he loves it and it's like he it's completely consensual he he wants it and like all I have to do is like every couple days every couple like three four days I call him and I'm just like Brandon go clean your room right now you've been very (laughs) very bad like you know pick up your shit yeah you're grounded and like yeah. that's it you know quick easy 300 bucks that's so, crazy. so he <laughs> wants you to just tell him is it maybe because he wants to be held accountable so he actually cleans his room and like it's also like a fetish or something I think it's definitely a fetish I like I don't really I try not to think too much about it you yeah. know I yeah. like because I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist I didn't go to school for that so I don't even want to know what kind of fucked up shit happened in his life that made yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, just go and clean your damn room. Like, pick up yeah. the socks, you know, yeah. imagine if you were married to a guy like that and you know, all the, all the, you know, men that are like, Oh, I don't want a whiny woman telling me to pick up my socks. And then here comes yeah. a guy that's like, yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you, you'll never be like whiny to a guy like that, you know? never oh my god I'd be so stoked if I was married to a guy like that and then he paid me oh my god like imagine it's like a win-win like you can like yeah all you want and then on top of that he'll like pay you like that'd be be an ideal marriage 
you think this guy's single? We need to like go and find him. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's painfully single. Oh, my I think God. he's got, I think he's like, I think a lot of these guys are actually very well off and yeah. a lot of them work in like the finance field. I think that they don't have girlfriends. They don't have a lot of time to date but they just have like these weird fetishes they have like a little bit of free time and they just like want to get off and like this is what they do in their in their spare time they go on this website they get their rocks off they they spend their money and then they just go back to their nine to five yeah so and what they like about it yeah. is it's like, it's discreet. It's, uh, you know, our site, it's, it offers privacy and we do accept cryptocurrency, which is like another cool oh. bonus. Yeah. So like, you know, every transaction is very, very discreet. No one has to know about it. <laughs> yeah, know. Well, that's good. Cause I was yeah. about to ask you, like, I'm like, do these guys actually like get off? Why are you telling them like, hey, go and clean your room? And they're like, oh yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. or are they like, okay, I'm going to go now. And then they hang up. Like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I, I'm just always wondering like what's going on with that, but that's funny. Yeah. Like uh, I had uh, some, some like random requests before one guy wanted me to like, uh, he sent me like a business email, like this was a, like a business propose, propose, uh, proposal or whatever. And he was like, oh, can you like walk on snails and basically like recorded uh, in a business suit? Like, I'll just find like a bunch of snails and walk on them or something with heels. And uh, I guess that's a fetish. I had no idea. I'm like, what? Snails? Yeah, I'm like, poor snails. Like, oh, my God, they kill them. Yeah, like, I guess it's like a, like a fetish too. Like, I mean, obviously I didn't do it, but I just thought it was so interesting. Like, why? They were France? Yeah, I've, poor, poor snails. Oh my God. Like the crushing sound or something. Like, Ah! yeah, yeah. But I also had, have one guy that asked me to like fart uh, on a video. It was another business proposal in my like weird emails. Uh, they were like, can you fart uh, for 20 minutes straight and record it? Like, who can fart for 20 minutes straight? I mean, I, I think that's humanly impossible to fart for 20 minutes straight. What do you think? Um, like, listen, as someone who has like farted more than like any human should in a day. Yeah. I can tell you that's not possible. Yeah. Like, no, you can't. Exactly. So when you actually fart, like, do you have to eat certain foods so you can, like, ensure that you fart a lot in that day? Oh, yeah. Like, friggin' Kodak protein bars, Kodak protein muffins. I should be sponsored by that freaking Kodak protein company at this point. Yeah. They want so they did. want nothing to do with me though. But maybe they're like, uh, maybe that's like bad business for them to show that their protein makes you fart a lot. <laughs> yeah, they don't want that. That's bad for their that's bad for their press, unfortunately. Sorry. So lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but that's so funny though. But didn't you like go to uh, to the hospital for having so much gas one time? I did. That's like like actually what put me out of business was like a week, less than a week before the holidays, I was 
producing way too many. This is like so embarrassing, but like it became a huge viral story. Yeah. I was eating so much black bean salad and like taking in so many protein shakes that like one night I started having chest pains and I like at that point didn't connect the dots that it was because of that. Like I legitimately thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah. So I had my friend take me to the emergency room thinking that there was something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I actually thought that it was not from the protein. I thought it was because I had just started a new birth control and I thought that I was having like a blood clot and I was having like a stroke or something. Oh my like, God. That's what was in my head. I was like, oh my God, it's the new birth control. So like, I'm telling the doctor, I'm like, oh my God, it's the new birth control. It's the new birth control. Like you guys need to do a blood clot test right now. And he's asking me questions about my diet and all that. And he's just like, "Mm, it sounds like it's the, it sounds like it's the food you're eating. It sounds like gas pain. (laughs) It doesn't sound like a blood clot. And like they did, they did all the tests and everything. He did like a whole blood panel and everything. And the blood test came back and they're like, you don't have a blood clot. You probably just ate way too much protein. You're having gas pain, like go home and take a Tums. So I went home like it was a fucking shit show. Uh, (laughs) What's so funny about this is that you're like thinking you're dying and they're like, it's just gas. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like really common, though. I actually like looked it up online and I, you know, was talking to the doctor about it. And I and he was like, you have no idea how many people come into the emergency room thinking that they're having a heart attack, but it's actually like acid reflux or gas or like a panic attack. Like so many things can mimic a heart attack. So when he said that, I was like, okay, I feel less bad, but also I still feel really embarrassed because little does this doctor know that I'm actually like at home freaking farting, farting into jars, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, there you Uh, go, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so embarrassing. But that's when I really decided that, okay, like I flew too close to the sun. I got a little too greedy with the fart jars. Time for me to move on from this business venture and try something new. So I went into the NFT market. I, I did the NFT thing for a while. And, uh, and that was fun. I, I had fun with the NFTs for a while, but now really my main focus is my, is my platform unfiltered, which is always going to be my main focus and trying to create a platform and environment for other creators to be able to monetize their talents, whether it be farts, whatever arts and farts they want to do, you know? Yeah. So basically this, uh, platform unfiltered, uh, what can, you know, creators do on there and what can people that want to come to, you know, watch the creators or talk to the creators? I don't know, however it works, but, um, like what are the, some of the services that you provide on there? So we provide like ticketed live streams. So if you want to like host your own show on there and sell tickets to it, you can do that. We have the same features as like Patreon only fans have, but you know, we have some unique ones as well, such as the pay per minute video and voice calls. And then in about a week, we launch an auction feature. So it's similar to like eBay. Mm -hmm. So in about a week, I will be auctioning my last remaining fart jar on there. So I'll be doing that. And then, um, the proceeds I will be donating to a charity. Oh, that's nice. What charity is it? 
Um, I think the Be The Match Foundation, because I actually am in remission for aplastic anemia, which is a bone marrow failure disorder. Um, so I've actually worked with Be The Match um, and they help people with bone marrow failure disorders and leukemia. Yeah. So I will donate to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like the, the whole platform, it's really amazing. We have a lot of like reality TV stars, a lot of my fellow 90 Day Cast members on there. Yeah. We have we have some YouTubers. Um, you know, we have some 18 and up stuff, but then we also have like fitness stuff and it's just like a whole world of, of everything on there. So I, uh, I set out to create this platform last year back in August Mm -hmm. and it's quickly grown to almost 2000 creators and 15 visitors to the site. So it's like, a it's a pretty big site now and so much on there. That's amazing. And basically, there's no censoring, there's no like filters and stuff like that, which basically you could talk about whatever you want, right? Exactly. And that's why I call it unfiltered, because you never have to filter yourself on the website, you can speak your mind, you could show whatever you want, Mm -hmm. you know, you could do anything you want on the site. I love it. And especially right now, I feel like all of the social media platforms, they're censoring so much that you're not even allowed to like really talk about anything, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Especially YouTube. Like that's like, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel on YouTube. Like I, you know, I used to be, well, I I am still on YouTube now, but I feel like I stepped away from the YouTube platform for a little while because I just felt like all of my videos are being demonetized because like every little thing I said was like strike, censored, you know, demonetized. Yeah. So I was like, I can't say anything. So, yeah. you know, and, and I'm captions like you have to like, even if you include a caption with somebody that like, you know, have been censored a lot, they even like find something wrong with that. Sometimes it's crazy, like how much they're censoring. You're just like, wait, what? Like, yeah. you know, like you're you're like afraid to say or do anything. Now I'm like a little bit more cautious. And like, you know, very selective of what I say. And I'm trying to get back into the, into YouTube content creation, like slowly, you know, putting my foot back into the, into the YouTube game after like taking a a long break, but yeah, it's tough, but it's good to have unfiltered because it's like, that's where I can like let loose and just do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. And then what's so great about it too, is that, you know, you move all of your followers or people that love you, they're all on your own platform instead of somebody else's platform. And in the end, you don't even know what's going to happen to these platforms. So they like basically use you as a slave. And then next thing you know, they're like, ah, we don't want you anymore. And you're pretty much done with that. So like having your own platform, you have all of their information, you know, you could just reach out to them like, hey, I'm here now, you know, so it's, it's way so better, true. I think, personally, you know? It's so true having the security. And that's actually another reason why I created Unfiltered was like actually last year I was on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And that like within a year on OnlyFans, I had made about a million dollars on the platform. Wow. And like yeah. and listen, I'm a I'm a small fish on on OnlyFans. Like there's girls making far more than a million dollars a year. Like there's girls yeah. making that in a month. Okay. And that's like yeah. crazy, right? And, and, and 
these are like adult content creators who are making that kind of money on there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then OnlyFans announced in like August or late July that they were going to remove that kind of content from their platform mm-hmm. without any warning. We're just going yeah. to kick off those content creators. And it's like, it's crazy that without any warning that they were just going to literally wipe their entire platform of that content yeah. and, and j- no warning, nothing. And the way that these people found out was through an article online. So yeah. that is why I created unfiltered was to like create a safe space for everybody and give them peace of mind, knowing that they would always have a safe space to have and host their content without like this looming fear that they would ever lose their source of income to like, you know, some big giant that like didn't have their best interest at heart. So that's why, that's why I created unfiltered because it's a, it's a platform, you know, for creators created by a creator. So like, I'm always going to have people's best interests at heart. I'm never going to, you know, just, you know, rip, rip someone's income away from them. So, um, so yeah, but you know, obviously only fans reverse their decision, but I feel like it's going to happen again. Like the decision will come again because right now they're still trying to rebrand. They're still trying to, you know, change their image and bring in more um, like all ages type uh, content to the platform. So it's only a matter of time that it'll happen again. So I'm always encouraging people like, you know, keep your OnlyFans, but like come to Unfiltered or at least go to a different platform. Don't put all your eggs into one basket because the day will come again where they will eventually remove that content from there and you'll be left with no source of income. So yeah. And what's so cool about you is that, uh, you know, you were a YouTube star and then you got casted on 90 Day Fiance. So you had the social media world, but then when you got casted on 90 Day Fiance, then basically you got the traditional world. So now you have the best of both worlds where you have social media and the traditional. And I think personally, that's the best way to cross both markets because if you only do social media, then you only have social media platforms as like a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you only do traditional, yes. then you don't have the social media. So then it's kind of still messed up, right? Unless you're like a big mm-hmm. A-list movie star and you just like create an account and the next day you have like 10 million followers, you know, <laughs> like, which would be so cool. But, you know, yeah, very rare that, you know, people are going to be that big, right? So even then all those people, they have all of these years of work that they already created. And that's why they have a name where, you know, they can get those followers. Right. So I think it's very important to have the traditional and the social media. So like, are you doing anything else to be more like in the traditional world or are you doing more to do the social media stuff or like, how are you working all that? I'm always trying to go back and forth and like be as diverse as I can. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard, you know. Like I'm I'm still very involved with the reality TV stuff. So I'm doing like pillow talk on 90 Day Fiance. I'm still doing like little episodes and spin-offs of 90 Day stuff here and there, but I actually really prefer the social media stuff 
because I feel like I have full control over it. Like I'm the one that's doing the editing and the curating of the content. Um, But it's pretty cool knowing that despite like having this really risque image, I can still sort of be in the mainstream. And I think that's like really important for somebody who is in my industry because it's breaking the stigma just a little bit. Like the other day I saw like Chloe Cherry, who was like a porn star technically. And she's like, she did a Versace ad and she's in euphoria. And I'm like, oh my God, it's crazy seeing somebody who's like, you know, technically a porn star who's like doing like big mainstream things. And it's like really cool to see, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that level at all. And I'm not a porn star, but I'm somebody who takes risque pictures online and who like does kind of sexy stuff. So it's really interesting to see like, you know, how a little bit of the stigma is being just a little bit, you know, it's being shattered just a little bit. And that makes me feel good, I guess. (laughs) No, I get it. I totally get it. Like, yeah. What are some of the backlashes that you got for like selling the fart drawers or, you know, doing a little riskier stuff? Mm, I think a lot of it has been from my family because I'm from Czech Republic and they're very like traditional, very traditional people. So they kind of are just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> like this. And it's like, it's made its way to the news there. That's yeah. how like international the fart jar story was. <laughs> so like, even my grandma found out, which I was like, oh God. So when my, when my babichka called my mom one day, she's like, what is this, this stuff about the farts and Stephanie? I'm like, oh my God. Uh, that was, that was a bad day. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there's been so much hate, but like the way I see it is that, you know, it's just farts. Like if people are taking farts so seriously, that's on them, yeah. not on me. Um, and like, I like to view the farts as, um, you know, more than just uh, more than just farts, but like one of the greatest publicity campaigns of all time. Yeah. Right. Like I brought so much uh, attention to my brand and to my website. And that's really that was really important to me. Uh, yes, it made a lot of money, but the uh, promotion it brought to Unfiltered was invaluable like it was so it was so important to me because I didn't really have much of a marketing budget I all of that went into development of the site so you know people people were like this girl's so dumb with her farts and I'm like not as dumb as you think yeah Yeah, I think they (laughs) assume that anyways like I think you know, when people, they look at you and you're like this beautiful woman and, you know, you have all these followers. So they're going to be like, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. That's why she got followers or she's beautiful. That's why she this. And then she's beautiful. She must not have a brain. It's always like either or, you know, from what I experienced, like people, you can either be sexy or smart or you could like, you know. You can't be uh, both. Yeah, you can be both for some reason. But like men can be both. They can be everything they want and nobody even questions it twice you know so that you were gonna get that anyways just from people looking at you and they're like oh she's beautiful must must not have a brain then you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's unfortunate yeah but that's so creative what you did though like because I mean more props to you because who can sell their farts nobody like basically (laughs) it'd be so hard to sell farts who's gonna buy farts like 
you know, and for you to make so much money off of it and then make it into a whole business. And like now everybody's copying what you're doing. It's like so cool, you know? So many people are copying me. It's so crazy. And it's like, and it's actually pretty funny how many people copied my story word for word. I've seen so many fart stories like come out after mine. And I was like, Hmm. Some of these people need to hire new like PR agents because their, their fart stories like are so similar. Like, come on (laughs) a little more, a little bit more original. Just Just like like, copy and paste, you know, literally I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, come on, add something, just a little something different to the story. <laughs> like it's literally copy and pasted my whole story. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, wait a so minute. lazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I can uh, imagine you're just like, what the, you know, but, yeah. but it's good because in a, in a craziest way, it's like you're an inspiration to these, all these fart yeah. stories, you know, <laughs> it is, That's it so is. Cool. It's cute. It's yeah. cute. I thought it was cute, but at the same time, like still. Come on, be a little original. <laughs> but I love the fact that you're like doing a platform for influencers or creators by a creator because like all of the platforms, they use creators and then once they get to a certain level, then they kind of mistreat the creators like they're nothing and they get easily just like discarded, you know? So it's always always and like you're like wow I have all these followers and they're like now they want me to pay my own followers to see my own posts like that makes no sense (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) it's happened to me on every single platform I can't tell you how many times I've gotten an email from every platform like we have a new change to our terms of service okay (laughs) we're taking more of your money and now you also have to pay us (laughs) oh great yeah like can't wait (laughs) yeah you're like I've been slaving for 10 years for this shit (laughs) yeah oh my god yeah I'm serious like I can't I can't tell you how many times this happened to me so that's when I was like yeah I'm not gonna do that shit with unfiltered no more yeah, so I have another question. So uh, this is more of a like a serious topic. Um, I'm in the process of changing the laws against hack leak crimes of private images and videos and, you know, having these people leak it to the internet, basically profiting from mm-hmm. it and all that kind of crazy stuff, right? So what do you think about the laws and uh, technology? Do you think like the laws are way too outdated for technology? And do you think all of these laws need to be updated. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. I mean, basically someone could take your videos and host them on a website that's in a different country mm-hmm. and you, you're you like basically shit out of luck. There's nothing you can do. You're not protected at all. Yeah. And you'll be in like a criminal battle with that person for God knows how long. So I've been in that situation myself. Um, oh, yeah. Like I, I had no idea. I'm just like finding out. I was one of the victims of the iCloud hack leak. So that's why I'm like, we need to change the laws. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I've been hacked. I've had my things stolen. I've had private images stolen and like put up on websites and like, oh my God, story of my life. Wow. And so sorry yeah. that happened to you. I know exactly how you feel. That's why I'm, I, I, but yeah. I didn't know that you went through that, that I'm like finding out yeah. about it right now. Yeah. Uh, so I think, yeah, something needs to be done. Like 
and this was actually one of the things with unfiltered that like we try to do is we try to protect people's content as much as possible, but like, there's only so much you can do with with the, with the current laws. So I'm, I'm sorry, you know, if that's happening to you right now, because that's one of like the worst invasions of privacy that can happen to a person. Yeah. Awful. So yeah, I, that happened to me like eight years ago and it took me a long time to talk about it, but then when I finally talked about it and I thought about everything and thought about everything that I went through and how the laws are so outdated and how everybody basically gets told, like, don't talk about it. Cause if you talk about it, then you bring more attention to it. And then it's like a hush hush thing and everybody yeah. keeps profiting and winning off of it. Right. So then I was like, you know what, then I'm going to talk about it because nobody else is doing it. Um, or it doesn't seem like a lot of people are doing it. But now I'm realizing like, wow, this is a way bigger issue than what I even expected. And, you know, it triggers down to like underage girls, not just women that are adults. And like, it goes on and on all this stuff that be happening like behind. Oh, my God. It's so true. Yeah, it's so true. Like, there's actually like, I just found out yesterday that there's like a new website where like one of my cast members found her. Like it's, it's crazy. Like there's, there's so many leaks. There's so many like people having their things hacked and leaked. Like I'm finding things literally every day because like I'm in this industry. Mm -hmm. There's so many girls affected by it. It's, it's insane. Like, trust me when I tell you, I completely understand where you're coming from. It's such a huge issue. It's it's so messed up and it's disgusting. The people who are doing it, like, and most of these people never get caught. They don't get caught. That's the most messed up part, you know? Yeah. And it's literally, it's theft. Like more than this trafficking. I didn't even realize that it was trafficking until it's basically they're raping you like a digital rape and human trafficking online. Like there's sex trafficking you and profiting from it. And people don't understand that this is like a billion dollar like business, you know, like, like Pornhub, they had to delete like 80% of their content. Right. And then for instance, like Google, they have a system called the fingerprint stamp system and all these websites have it, but they just don't want to implement it. Yeah. Everybody's profiting from it. So if you ever get a card on a website, you have to ask for like a fingerprint stamp system and it's going to be a pain in the ass to just even get that. But if you can, then, you know, more power to you. But um, like Google basically says, oh yeah, this website, for instance, the source site is in another country. So they can't even take it down but it lives on google like oh my god you know and they're protected by section 230 which means that you know you can't sue google you can't sue facebook you can't sue a bunch of people because they're protected under this section so yeah everybody's profiting from it that's what like i think a lot of these people the people in the justice system they're like you know not really updated on technology they're older they're not like you know aware of what's Mm -hmm. really going on what the effects are of something like that I think a lot of them are like well maybe you shouldn't have taken those pictures and this and that but they don't understand that people are taking pictures of other people without even consent people are getting raped and then that's getting uploaded people are underage and that's getting uploaded this is like a major concern for everybody not just whoever they think is in the public eye or whatever. It's like all kinds of walks of life, right? So 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's terrible. And that's why it's like, it's also so important for like websites such as my own and huge sites like OnlyFans to have like, you know, specific security and moderation in place so it doesn't happen on there. Like my site, it's like such a, it's such a little fish in a, in a big pond. You know, we have the, the proper tools in place. We have moderation and like, we don't have that many creators. So it's like, that's not a problem yet. Yeah. But like on a, on a site like OnlyFans where you have millions of people people you don't know what's going on on there you know it's it's crazy to me so yeah yeah we have we have leak protection services on my website and like we try to protect our creators as much as we can and we try to keep our eyes out there for like hacks and you know for content being leaked and and we find things on websites and we try to have it removed but sometimes it's impossible because the content is out there on like websites that are like hosted in like Bulgaria. Like what are we supposed to do? You know, yeah. you can't, even, can't even get like in contact with the people yeah, that, sure. that, that host this content. So it's like really unfortunate that like, it's just, it sucks. It really does. But I've had it happen to me. I've had like my accounts hacked into, I've had my phone hacked into, I've had my Instagram, everything. Like it just everything. sucks being a public person. It sucks being a public person. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm same sorry. thing happened to me, like all my platforms and everything. But like, what I noticed is it's not even a public eye kind of thing as much as I thought. I thought first that this only affects like people mainly in the public eye. But the more I started digging into it, it's like a lot of people in normal life, you know, a lot of underage girls, especially like going to high school, like they're not even doing anything. So it's like, wow, this is crazy. They're like, targeting underage girls more than anything so yeah it's uh is a billion dollar business basically that's so screwed up so that's pretty on it that's pretty crazy that like through your experience you like kind of unearthed all this other stuff going on yeah I feel like like it's like the da Vinci code like I'm like finding things and I'm like oh my god what did I get myself into like these people are scary yeah what the (laughs) hell it's like the tip of the iceberg and then everything below the iceberg like what the fuck yeah it's like yeah it's like literally like everybody's in on it and there's no laws yet so everybody's like okay well we're gonna profit as much as we need to off of this and they don't care but I'm sure if it was like the daughter of someone at Google, maybe then they will care, you know, or maybe they will be like, hey, my daughter, let's profit from her too. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh like, my God. It's horrible. I don't know at this point, like they must care. I think if it's their own daughters, right. So they wouldn't yeah. even allow that to come out like that. But yeah, it's like one of those things where you just gotta like kind of explain to the senators and the governors and, you know, all the people. In the yeah. System and like, explain what happens and that's why I like ask everyone pretty much like what do you think about this and it's basically like you sharing your experience or you sharing your ideas or thoughts about it and hopefully we'll like put more pressure on them that way too you know I think it's good you just got to keep the conversation going with people and like through that maybe some kind of change will come about yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. But, you know, surprisingly, like I started this and I, I started this not too long ago and I just like, OK, well, I'm, this is probably going to be very difficult. Right. 
And once I started it, it kind of just all like fell into place where I'm like, wait, this is going kind of way smoother than what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, you know, this is pretty cool because it's actually happening. So it's little by little though. Like, you know, you go like state wise and then eventually it's going to take on to where it goes like nationwide or whatever. So I think that's amazing, girl. All the more power to you. I think it's a really, <laughs> I think it's like a really noble cause. And I think that like, it's like, I like I don't know anybody else that's talking about it and who is like really like representing that cause. So I think that's really important. You're going to be helping a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I would love to have you involved in everything. And then yeah, more the better, you know, everybody's just fighting like, mm, like take everything. Sign down. me up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take them down. Yeah. Like we just like throw the fart jars on them. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Listen, if I could take down like hackers and leakers, like leaking this type of content, I'm all on board because this like affects me. And like, this is so in line with, you know, what I do. So I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely in. I'm down to fight. All right, cool. I love it. (laughs) So what are some of the things that you're like working on now? And like, what do we have to like look forward to? And where can everybody find you and all that good stuff? So right now, my biggest project is just working on making Unfiltered the best platform and just more developing more and more features. Mm -hmm. I'm back on working on YouTube full time. I kind of stepped away for a bit just to work on reality TV, but I'm back to YouTube now full time. So you guys can find me on YouTube now every day. Um, and I am now selling my used sheets. Wow. Yes. Used sheets. Used so like, sheets. how long did you use them for? And like, just a couple nights. Like, <laughs> <or> like <laughs> just, you know, just like lightly slept in just yeah. my, my rolled around in maybe I, maybe I farted in them possibly. I'm, I'm, I, I've been told I fart in my sleep. I can't guarantee that I did, but I probably did. I'm pretty sure everybody farted in their sleep, you know? That's like a common thing. And like, you like do it and then you're like, oh shit, like, did anyone else? (laughs) (laughs) And then your partner's like, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, I sleep with two dogs, so they probably farted too. (laughs) Oh Yeah. They're like, oh, whatever. They're so used to it, you know? (laughs) So it's like me and two dogs. There's like some dog farts in there. Um, You know, I'm taking pre-orders right now. And so those those sheets, uh, they'll be launching soon on my unfiltered. So I will be selling those. Um, And then I have that auction feature coming in about a week on unfiltered. So I will be auctioning off my last remaining fart jar. Wow. And, uh, and yeah, so those are my, my big things that I'm working on right now. And like it's summer. So hopefully I get, I get a break from work and I can like travel maybe, you know, cause girl, I've been, I've been working so much. I'm so tired. (laughs) That's how I feel. And then keeping up with all the social media platforms, it's like a full-time job, but it's like 10 million and then with you with your you know yeah uh, and fart jars and like too much geez. I just want to sleep I just want to like go and lay on a beach somewhere I'm I know so tired I, I just want to go to sleep like in a hotel room for like a week and then 
get right. back to it, you know? Too many social media platforms like TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Thank God I got banned from Snapchat because I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> But you're like on everything, right? Like, I'm on pretty much everything. I have tw- I have Twitter. I forget about Twitter sometimes. Yeah, but I'm on there. It's weird because it's like um, you kind of one of those platforms that you use and then you kind of go back. But now I think yeah. like, I don't know, it's like the algorithm on Twitter is kind of working for me. I don't know. It's working pretty good. So I'm like, OK, yeah, go with this. So you got to well, be on must every- bought it. So maybe it'll be fun again. Yeah. I, I think so. It's he's like cracking jokes every day, so he must be f- something fun, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. And then um, your sheets, like, how much are you selling those for? Um, so I think they're going to be starting at around two thousand dollars per sheet. Wow. Yes, that's Just good. They take a little bit of time to make, you know, the farts, they took a little less time, the, the sheets, it's like a two day turnaround time. Yeah. And, you know, the sheets, they, you know, the, the production time, the cost of the sheets themselves. Yeah. So there'll be yeah, a little bit a lot of your essence in them. Like, it's like, like, uh, you know, when you sleep, you like your body, like, there's like particles of your body that like falls into the sheets, like right? Like exactly. little dead skin cells and stuff like Yay. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I thought about it. I was like, damn, what about my mattress? Like I could auction that baby off for like 20 K. Like think about how yeah. much is in that. Like, oh probably- yeah. The mattress got everything. The mattress is like the gods of like DNA. <laughs> Someone's gonna put that on display in their house. Yeah. <laughs> it has like all kinds of stains on them. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Oh articles. god, <laughs> like bed bugs. <laughs> yeah, that thing's fun. Like, isn't there like little like little tiny insects inside of mattresses? They called uh, dust mites or something. Ooh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't even want to know. Yeah. Like ignorance is bliss. I'm just gonna pretend that my my mattress is pristine. <laughs> you can just nothing like auction that in it there. off. Like includes with pets, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get a whole dust mites included. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sub, like sub organisms included what else are you thinking about selling have you thought about like underwear and stuff like that yeah you know there's there's obviously that stuff that's like you know the cliche things bath water but that's all been done and yeah. I want to kind of think outside of the box because it's also about get, getting people's imaginations going and yeah you know what what captures the heart yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else can you do? But I did see somebody selling their bath water like in a yeah. jar. Yeah. That, that one's been done a bunch. Um, you know, I mean like maybe like makeup wipes. Those would be fun. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Right? <laughs> Every time I take off my makeup, I'm like, there goes my face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you need two of them at least. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but you can sell those. Think about it. Instead of wasting that and putting that into a landfill somewhere, because you know those like don't decompose. Yeah. 
you know, you could sell that. It's like recycling. What about like selling like old like plastic cups of you drinking water out of them? Ooh, that's actually a good one too. Right. See, we're saving the planet. Yeah, we're saving the planet and then we're profiting off of it. And then like, amazing. Yeah, like, look at us. Hey, just one question though. What if like somebody commits a crime and then they place that DNA thing of you somewhere? Oh God. Then people, you're going to be like this big criminal everywhere. Like, <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> That's actually a valid argument there okay well uh, like the dna thing you know yeah maybe sage it before like yeah all the bad energy out <laughs> like- <laughs> i never i never thought of that like now i have i've unlocked a new paranoia thanks to you thank Sorry. you <laughs> <laughs> i've actually i've actually been worried that people are going to be using like my dna to try and clone me but now that's a different thing i'm worried about now <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure like even if anyone took their time to like investigate you, they're like, oh, but she's selling her DNA online. That's like easily placed, right? So like yeah. I think you're good, you know? You yeah. should be completely fine. But that's like I don't know. I've been watching too many like criminal investigation shows. So like, you know, all of them they have like DNA and you know, they do all this like CSI stuff on there. So like my oh, mind yeah. is like oh my god dna like that's what i like think about now. oh my god what's your favorite one um i love the ones that are like the mini series that like shows like you know different things happening and um you know what i mean like it's kind of like shows like it's like a one season kind of thing and then it's oh over. okay but i like those because they're like very good and they're limited and then you watch them and then you wish you had more kind of thing but obviously there's the Mm -hmm. other ones that are like the csi and then the law and order like uh, i was really into law and order for a while and then it just got too depressing like i was just getting angry after i watched it Yeah, that that shit will get you down. I was watching like way too many like serial killer shows for a while. And I live alone in the middle of the woods. So I was like, I have to stop watching this. Yeah, it gets you like super paranoid. And then you'd be like, oh my God, what was that sound? And it's like the refrigerator making ice or something. And you're just like, oh my God, there was something. I I know it. Like they're outside, like checking out your security cameras and stuff, you know? I can't. It's too, it's detrimental to my mental health. (laughs) <laughs> yeah stop watching horror movies because of that like uh horror <sighs> movies I completely just stopped because I watched the ring like uh years ago in a movie theater and I was going having almost a heart attack inside of the movie theater <laughs> and I was like holding a, another like lady's boyfriend's arm and I like almost crawled up on him but it wasn't intentional. I was just literally so terrified that I was just like, oh my God, like with everybody. <laughs> and then I couldn't. Oh my God. Yeah. After that. Like every time the TV would turn on, I'm like, the little girl is coming out of the TV now. Like it's coming. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. That so movie's fucked that up. Movie. Yeah. It got me all messed up. That movie is a no for me. Yeah. That movie. I've never watched that movie. I've only seen the little girl in it. And I just knew after seeing her, I was like, I'm never going to watch that. 
Isn't it's it crazy not worth that it. they made a little girl so scary that you're just like terrified of a little girl? Like, like became the I never want thing. to have a child because of that because I'm scared <laughs> of my child. <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't like, want to give my kid a bath. <laughs> yeah, they like, like flip the hair over. You're like, I'm having paranormal activities going on. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> oh my god, hell no. I'm too much of a wuss. Like, I'm actually surprised I live alone in the woods. Like, and I have a Ouija board in my house. Somebody bought me a Ouija board as like a joke. No, throw it away. (laughs) Yeah, it's sitting in my library on my bookshelf. You should sell that. (laughs) I don't even want, I don't even want to touch it. I actually one time used it as like a placemat for like food. Oh, like. I like ate on it, but I was like, that's it. <laughs> you ate on the Ouija board? I I the ate on it. But just the like, box. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I ate some Chinese food on it. Yeah. Maybe they were happy. They're like, hey, you know, she's considerate. She's feeding us, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. It was some damn good Chinese food. Right. <laughs> it's so funny. But then, like, as far as you though, you say you live living alone, like um, I saw online that you have found your soulmate and you found love and everything. So is is that true? Like what's going on with that? I did. So last summer I was talking to this French guy that I met on Tinder and I flew out to meet him because the borders were closed, but France opened up borders first. So I was like, let me go meet this guy that I've been talking for like with months for. So I went to meet him and we hit it off. And then we kind of just like traveled around Europe because he couldn't come to the U.S. because the borders were still closed. And we just started up this relationship. And yeah, we've been seeing each other for about a year now. And he's coming to visit again in like a month and we're like we're in a pretty serious relationship but it's long distance which sucks he lives in Paris I live here in Connecticut so it's complicated but we want to make it work we just have to figure out how it's gonna work so how is that like dating someone in another country like have you felt like there's any like better luck with that like Comparing to the guys or, you know, girls here. And then what about the people in other countries? I hate dating American guys. <laughs> no offense. But American- why? Like, what, what is the problem? What is the difference between American and, like, someone abroad? Well, I, like, I can date American girls, and that's fine. For a while, I was dating mostly women, and I was having, like, okay luck, and then I kind of switched to dating guys, and I kind of, like, flip-flopped back and forth because I'm bisexual, but... I like I started talking to this guy and like I was just really dead set on meeting him and like I don't know there's just something about American guys I'm not like I don't know the dating style here in the U.S. and American men the way they date I just don't like it they they play the field too much and I feel like they're like really commitment phobic and it's like I don't know I just don't like the dating culture with men here in the United States right and like 
in France, it's like, I feel like men pursue you more. And I felt like he was texting me every day and he was really, he made it really known that he was like interested in me and there were no games. And I really liked that. And like from the day one that we met, it was just like, just, he was just into me and that was it. He wasn't dating anybody else. He wasn't on on any dating apps or anything like that. And I felt like that was really different than with any American guy I had dated. So that was something I really liked. No, that makes so much sense because I grew up in Sweden. And what I noticed when I first moved to the, uh, to the U.S. was that, you know, like in Sweden, you date someone and it's only that person and that's it. Like you're with that person yeah. and, you know, uh, obviously you can go on a date, but then if it doesn't work out, you don't go anywhere. But if it works out, then it's just you and them and that's it. Like there's yeah. no outside dates going on or, you know, you know, a point where you're like, now it's official and now it's not, you know, and, you know, all these kind of weird. You're not like juggling people, right? Yeah. You're not like going on a million dates while you're like seeing that one person. Yeah, it's weird. So then when I moved here, I had no idea that that's what people did. Like, uh, and I thought that was kind of strange because when I like someone, I like them. That's it. Like, there's no like, oh, I'm going to go a million other days to see if there's any better potential or any Mm -hmm. other guys, you know, that maybe I'm missing out on and just keep exhausting myself with all these different options. Right. If I like someone, I like them. And if I don't, then I don't. Right. But then to find out like, oh, no, the guys here, they're like dating you. And then they're going on a million other dates. And that's just the culture. And you're just like, well, what's the point? Now I don't want you anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that's so much. It's like it's like. It's like, um, it's like grocery shopping here with dating. It's like, they just feel it's like an endless supply and they just can't make up their mind. And I just got really sick of it. And I was dating in New York city. Cause like I had an apartment in New York city. And so I was, you know, I just hate, I just got sick of it. I got sick of the Brad's John's Chad's and Joe's. And I was just like, I can't fucking deal with it anymore. You know? Yeah. And like, I just was so over it at that point. And then I met this, this French guy and it was just something different. And I liked the dating style better and he treated me nicely. He was a little bit weird though. I don't know. I'm not saying French guys are perfect either because they got their own problems. Yeah. So when (laughs) you went to France, that's where you met him or did you meet him like online? So we like talked online for a few months, like four months and then we met in person at the airport. He picked me up in Paris. Oh, and that wow. was kind of ner- that was nerve wracking. I was like, oh, my God, am I about is this going to be like, like that movie with uh, what's his name? What's that movie where that girl, his daughter gets abducted? I've got a, a oh, taken. Yeah, <laughs> I got a special. I got a certain set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> taken, not stirred. <laughs> like- <laughs> oh my god I was like it's gonna be that movie I'm gonna get taken oh my god I can like yeah like thank god that didn't happen but like you met this guy and now like you've been with him for like a year I I feel like another like 90 day fiance thing coming like is that what's going on no no not at all like that couldn't be further from the truth because honestly this relationship is so normal and like so stable 
that we both agreed, like, we're not going to put it on reality TV. It's very private. We don't even put it on social media. Like we're very like normal, like just, we, we keep it to ourselves and, uh, and we want to keep it that way because reality TV destroys relationships. You know, it's all about the drama. It's all about like producers manipulating things and editing. And you, yeah. you, you put your relationship out there for it to get torn apart and destroyed by the masses. And like, yeah. why would we want to do that with something that's so like good? Yeah. Right. You know, it's like the first normal, happy relationship I've ever had in my young adult life. So like, I want to just preserve it as much as I can. I totally agree. I think if you have a personal life, you should just keep it private. Even like if you go on social media, and you post the person like people, they come and they say stuff and they want to get involved to just try to ruin things, you know, so I don't even go public with anybody that I date. Like, that's like a thing with me. I'm like, I'm not going to go public because I know how people are and they just want to destroy stuff. Right. So like, no, thanks. (laughs) Private is private, you know? Exactly. That's good. Absolutely. I'm so tired of like producers twisting things and like, and I'm not, I've already done it for like two years of my life, you know, and I I had that fun. I had that experience no more. Yeah. So like uh, right now you're in Connecticut, but like, are you planning on coming to LA or anything? Um, I was in LA. When was I last in LA? I was in LA like a few months ago, but I'm always like back and forth. I'm always coming to visit. I'm always, I'll be back out there. I think eventually. I might come but, up to you um, we gotta go yeah. and hang out and you gotta show me like all oh, you yeah, little Yeah, you should. <laughs> oh my God, come to New York. I'll, I'll like, I'm always out in LA randomly for like yeah. some random thing, event or project or something. <laughs> yeah. So we should definitely meet up. I'll be like, hey, show me how to do the fart jars. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, definitely. I would love to. I'm gonna like brainstorm other ideas too for you. I'm like, hmm, maybe you could sell this, you know? Oh, please you know what do. you sell? You know when you get those like pedicures and you put your feet in them? Uh, you should sell those like little flip-flops that those like- Stop, nails- really? Yes. Oh my God. And and all the foot fetish guys would love that too because then they're like, oh, her feet was in this, you know? And then you walk around in it too. So it's like- That's freaking brilliant. That's actually such a freaking good idea. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yes. Well, you can have it and do whatever you want. Like that's such a good idea. Yes, I'm doing that. I'm going to. I'm literally going to do that. I'm I'm dead ass doing that. Yeah, and you just go and get your nails done like every day, or like your feet, you know, pedicures, and then you could take a picture of it, and then you sell the picture. Like, oh my god, look at my little uh, flip flops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I freaking love it. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not really big in the, I'm not really big in the foot fetish game, but I think I, I need to like get into it or something. Yeah. The foot fetish, that's where everything is at. Apparently, you know, yeah. people like zoom in on my feet and everything. And I'm like, like try to hide my toes. Like, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Don't give it away for free. Yeah. I'm like, no, like, no. <laughs> they gotta pay business (laughs) yeah right make them pay yeah yeah right but if you think about it those like uh pedicure places they give that to you for free so literally like you you won't be like paying anything except for yeah yeah i might just like buy them like in bulk on amazon 
and and like just start wearing them around the house and you then know, I'll yeah, sell them on unfiltered totally yeah why not and then also yeah. get them on like alibaba.com yeah get them, I'm like, so doing it and they're from China I mean what a better place than to get like those flip-flops you know like it's a great idea I'm so like that's I've been like looking for something odd and that's like a, and that's like weird, but it's also like, yeah, it makes sense. Why wouldn't someone want that? That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> so see, I'm going to get on your platform and we get like, yes. Stuff. <laughs> oh my God, you should. Hey, if you want to join my platform, you don't even have to do sexy stuff. You could just come on there and just, I don't know, sell, just sell pictures of your beautiful face, sell the makeup wipes. All right. Yeah, that's a good idea. So what's the, the cycle? What's the percentage that like uh, the creators get and the, the platform gets? Is it like OnlyFans or? So we actually take less. We yeah. only take a 15% cut of your earnings, whereas OnlyFans takes 20%. Oh, yeah. And we also have a really cool referral program. So if you refer other creators, you get a 5% cut of their earnings for life, no cap on it ever. And so, and any fan that joins through your link, you make 1% of their purchases Mm -hmm. for the first 180 days that they're on the platform. And yeah, I mean, there's lots of things you could do. You could do ticketed live streams. So, you know, if you ever want to do like a live event, live show, sell tickets to it in advance. Um, There is like an all ages section of the site. So, you know, like, if you, if you didn't want to do like the sexier stuff, you could just do like the, the, the non-explicit side of the site as well. So, you know, there's, there's options, there's stuff yeah. there. We'd That's, love to have you. We yeah. would. So I'm definitely consider it. Like, hmm, yeah. This is the new business venture, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like your advisor. I'm like, hmm, like. <laughs> I love it. I love it because you're so creative and I'm creative and together we could just be crazy and creative, you know, like I love oh it. Oh my god. Just like write a list of random business ideas and just roll with it. What about like nail clippings? Is that like a voodoo thing or something? I don't know. Maybe that's too much. I think that is I think that is a voodoo thing. I'm actually going to I'm going to new <laughs> I'm going to New Orleans, New Orleans. Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? I'm New going there Orleans. next month. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. I, yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> I, I'm going next month. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll report back if it's a voodoo thing. If I see any of those nail clippings there. Yeah. I'll let you know. What if they're like doing voodoo with your nail clippings? That wouldn't end up really Yeah. Good. Or if, I don't know. Maybe there's someone doing voodoo with my farts. Who knows? I don't think so because like the, the, just the, the fart evaporates after a while, doesn't it? Like, no, it mm. doesn't. You, sell, you said it smells like ass. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely my ass. There's my ass particles in there and they're going to be there for a while. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that's why my IBS has been acting up because my there's someone's been doing voodoo on the far jars for sure. Oh my god! No, no, no! Like, well, I guess peeing in the jar will be out of the window then. Oh yeah, no pee in the jar, no poop in the jar because that's illegal. I think. I saw somebody that like sells their poop in the jar, but like I yeah think on a Q-tip or something. I don't know. Yeah, there was some stuff in the news. There was a lot of stuff in the news. I don't try not to read too much of it. I try not to read the news anymore. 
All right. <laughs> well, I love you, girl. Like you're amazing. Like I think it's so cool. Like I, I think you're a huge inspiration because it's like so different and so creative. And then also you're a businesswoman. You're doing like all of these great things, the platform. I mean, I've been wanting to have my own platform forever, but I'm like dealing with the whole like app stores and stuff and they take 30% and all this other stuff. So the, only, the really good way will be like a website. So I think you're doing all of that. So it's amazing, you know, Thank and the you. fart jars creative, the nail clippings, hopefully like something else <laughs> that's not voodoo related. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want that. Yeah. But the flip flops, I think, you know, <laughs> that's going to be, that's going to be a winner. I think the flip flops are, are definitely my next step. Yeah. And the sheets, that's a good idea, but I love what you're doing. I love everything about it. So uh, let, let's talk about the unfiltered you and me and uh, the flip flops, <laughs> whatever else. But I want to thank you so much for doing the show with me and taking the time and talking about all this cool stuff. And um, yeah, and everybody go and follow Stephanie and check out her fart jars, check out her unfiltered website and YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and you name it, all of the platforms, TikTok and everything. I'll have all of her links in the description so you could just easily follow her. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, girl. It was so fun. Yeah, thank you for doing this. I appreciate your time. And just stay on the line for a little bit. But everybody else, I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Bye.